Welcome to Subtle Asian Talks, where just three Asian American women here to share our perspectives on everything from social issues, current events, dating, professional development, and more. I'm your host, Cece. Hi, I'm Kilo. What's up? It's Nell. Hello, everybody. Welcome to season two of Subtle Asian Talks. Woo! Season two. (laughs) Yeah, so we're excited to be back. I feel like a lot has happened since our little hiatus between season one and season two. Um, A lot of world events, a lot of, I guess, personal changes. So I feel like it would be a good time for us to reflect on kind of the shit show of what 2020 was and how our lives have been affected and perhaps changed from our previous expectations of how things went. So do you guys kind of want to briefly tell us what your journey through the past year has been like do you want to go first kilo well i was just gonna hit us with a meme yeah i don't know if y'all saw that one where it's like mentally i'm still in march 2020 and it's so true like a lot has happened and i'm sure growth is there but it it takes a little digging to find that at least on my end but that's all i wanted to say you should hit us off now um I guess a lot has happened since the end of our previous season um it's our second season so bear with us for everything we're a bit rusty it's been a couple months I will say um especially for me but I think I guess during that time during our hiatus um our new debut is pretty cool um a lot has changed in terms of the world personally for us as well but i think a meme that represents 2021 would probably be like oh it's been um seven day my seven day free trial has ended I would like a return or I would like a cancellation of the year and I completely feel that to this day but it's already you know too late for a return policy yeah we've endured the whole experience of 2020 no free trials yeah so we we got to commit to it unfortunately so I will say because Kilo you mentioned like I feel like I've been stuck in March 2020 and it's now 2021 so it's almost been a year since like the panoramic started and like I really do feel like I struggle to kind of reflect on the year because I feel like the concept of time and how days have passed have really been beyond me um as y'all know I'm a little bit of a bullet journaler I kind of like to record my like daily experiences or just like reflections at least monthly and I like to do like a big page like a year in review right so then like when I was doing the one for 2020 I was like I literally am blanking like I cannot come up with anything that happened this year like I was literally just on autopilot mode for like most of it and I like literally had to look at my like snap like my snap saved like the pictures I had on my snap to be like, oh yeah, I was like doing this. I was like in this place um, at that time. So I feel like, yeah, it's really been stagnating in terms of personal growth. And then the fact, like, I feel like almost for me, almost a sense of regression because I feel like we've been exposed to so much like traumatic world events that have happened this past year that I feel like, um, I know it's not just me, 
but like I guess I'll put it out there where I feel like you kind of go back to the places where you feel like comforted and your mode of comfort so I feel like I'm like regressing back to like my teen self in 2014 like listening to like (laughs) indie pop like back when like that was a big thing on Tumblr and like all of that vibe like let's just listen to the neighborhood and not acknowledge what's happening right now (laughs) yeah that's kind of like my 2020 in review but I feel like it's just like a lot of personal accomplishments have happened and just like I feel like you know even though we've been through it I feel like there is still growth there whether we really acknowledge it or not yeah I totally (laughs) agree do you want to pop off with some um points that you say that is um from the past 2020 like growth wise or acknowledgements that you want to say in specific I mean like well I guess like you know we graduated during a pandemic so yeah yeah um class of 2020 yeah class of 2020 because I I graduated like the next quarter after now so I thought like by then we would have an in-person ceremony so I was like catch you at the in-person ceremony (laughs) you thought dude um, yeah How the turntables. I was also doing a Zoom graduation. Uh, so that passed, but that's like a big accomplishment. Like a lot of us, like especially if we're first gen college students, that's like a big accomplishment that shouldn't be diminished mm-hmm. despite yeah. us not getting um, a proper graduation ceremony. So that's a big deal. Yeah. And it was like a struggle adjusting to Zoom University and all of that. So yeah, shout out to all the students that graduated in 2020, perhaps 2021. Seems like we're going to be in this pandemic for the long haul. And just like, you know, any students going through this time because it's an adjustment. So yeah, props to the students. I want to give a shout out to them. And also, I guess like a lot of us have started like our kind of uh, like post-college job search and like kind of getting started in our careers in that aspect. So that's like, good and I'm like thankful for that because you know in terms of employment it's like it's such a big struggle right now for a lot of people so to be able to find a job whatever it is I think is something to be appreciative of and be thankful that you have that income coming in to support your families and all that so that's another personal accomplishment I would say should not be diminished despite how much I feel like nothing has changed Mm -hmm. yeah I got you I guess just a PSA to all our listeners. Um, if you're listening to this, hopefully you're staying safe as well. Health is very important because we do have some worldwide audiences, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So if, you know, you're going through COVID as well, um, kudos to you. Round of applause because um, our experiences might be different from yours, but we're all get trying to get by it and we're all in this together as High School Musical says. Yeah. So I wanted you guys to also go off just to go back to our accomplishments. Maybe name an accomplishment that you did this year that you are proud of. I oh, think. Gosh. Oh, no. Yeah. Go for it now. No, no, no. Kilo, you can go. I was like, I need some time to think about this. No, you're an accomplished individual now. I feel yeah. like you had a pretty successful 2020 considering the circumstances. Uh, I'm blanking right now, kind of, because I feel like it's such a blur. And I'm like, oh, wait. Yeah, 2020. Um, but if Kilo has something on the top of her head, you can. Go, go for okay i think based off going um off of cc stuff 
I think I have two that I'm, I guess, are the first one I'm pretty proud of. Like um, one of them being that um, right now I'm I'm technically, so I, we all entered college the same year where we're all graduating or we have graduated at different times. So I'm still technically in college. This is my last quarter in it. But I like to think that when I picked up a job during this pandemic, I was, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be able to like stay home with my parents, but also pay off tuition personally. And I thought that was really like, I, I really was like, I can't, I have to pay off tuition. And then I was able to get help with some grants. So I'm really fortunate. I feel really proud that I was able to do that, at least for my fifth year. I'm really like, I know I had my parents' support throughout the four years, but I really wanted to be like, okay, I got it. I got to do this myself. So really happy I was able to do that. And then the second thing was when you were talking about bullet journaling, Cece, I was like, you know what? Since my commute to work is kind of lengthy, it's about like an hour commute. I'd be sometimes just taking a voice recorder and like just popping off the, like, this podcast is like semi-private thoughts, but damn, that voice recorder has all the private thoughts at this point. Damn, it's I like, didn't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a new one. Like, um, release the the voice memos. No, oh my god, no. There's if we like, get if we get five hundred listens um, on this episode, we'll re- we'll release one of them. So yeah, please. if it's five hundred listens on this one episode, I'll I'll release it within within twenty twenty one. Yeah. So please listen over and over again because, you know, those are some spicy voice memos. Spicy. They're very spicy. Um, there's some singing in that too. That didn't work out. But at any rate, I thought that, um, yeah. So I guess some school growth, work growth, um, personal growth, like I think really talking. I know you're still talking to yourself, but really speaking it out and then working through it was really helpful least for me so yeah that's the two things that really is 2020 I guess if I had to sum it up real quick I don't know I'm trying to think um besides what you know piggying piggying back off um piggybacking off of what Cece said I guess um me being a first gen graduating and then being fortunate enough to find um jobs during covid um was really enlightening just because it kind of you know made me feel i guess useful during my gap year because i did plan you know to take a gap year and thankfully i was able to you know gain experiences during this time and all the fortunate things with working and stuff like that um but i guess in terms of 2020 um i'm happy about the things that i've done I guess I did I feel like I've done a lot during 2020 um and I had a lot of good memories that Snapchat keeps reminding me of a year ago which is very very comical because I'm like damn that happened a year ago based on my snap memories um and so it's like oh I was able to go you know I guess to Tahoe for the first time and then (laughs) just hang out with close friends and be able to do these type of things that I never imagined myself doing um and so I'm very fortunate about that and hopefully it won't be the end of great experiences okay (laughs) speaking of Tahoe this woman this 
last year was the first time she tried a real s'mores like yeah <laughs> she, the audacity on her she was like s'mores the cereal no woman freaking graham crackers a marshmallow and a hershey's bar like all smacked in one and you roast that shit a little but she's like yeah. a concept this city I would- woman I just never, I mean, I've already heard of it, but like, you know, campfire is not really a thing. I mean, the last camping trip I went was in fifth grade and we just had like the s'mores little cookie things. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers those. They also had the gold goldfish that was s'mores flavored. So like, I was like, mm, I don't know if s'mores are my thing, but yeah, I mean, Kilo taught me a lot, gave me my s'mores experience. You're um, welcome. You gotta pop and, that off. Yeah. So. <laughs> Why you gotta expose me like that? Just yeah. The fortunate things you're able to experience in 2020 before. Oh, this was all before the. This was like kind of before the lockdown. Before lockdown for real happened. Yeah, it was like right before lockdown. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. don't don't. We're being safe. We we are currently very far away from each other. Yeah, we basically haven't seen each other in person for quite. A couple months perhaps even a year for some of us yeah but yeah so I was like glad I wanted to kind of end our reflections on a positive note before we like really dive into the different aspects of our lives so thank you guys for sharing and I like that you can have some positive memories despite the chaos we've been living in for a little more almost a year But yeah, so I think the reason that I really wanted to talk about um, our reflections this year, because um, of course, we're in 2021, it's January. So it's kind of like that time of like, reflecting on your year, making new resolutions, maybe like manifesting what you want for the upcoming year. But also like, I saw this particular tweet that was like a big oof for me. And it was kind of getting into like, oh, a lot of people have kind of noted like, what age they started lockdown in and it's like going from like 19 to 21 or 23 to 25 and like how that's such a big age for like personal development that stage of early adulthood I feel like a lot of those experiences you form in that part of your life really have a big impact on like you know solidifying who you are as an adult and who you will become so um those are like just big jumps each year in our 20s. So I kind of wanted to have a reflection on like what navigating our 20s, which is of course already a daunting time by itself, has been like in like the pandemic and a lot of like political chaos in our country that is the United States. So um, yeah, there's a lot of different aspects of like us being hindered in like maybe building our careers and futures, our relationships, and just like overall personal development because we're so distanced from one another. And I think like one general reflection that I really realized from this past year is that even though like I really identify as like an introvert and I really don't feel like I like need to interact with people all the time, I feel like even those like tiny social interactions like I kind of took those for granted like me just like sitting in a coffee shop just amongst people doing their own business and just being around people was like actually something that was like valuable to me so I really think that it made me realize like oh how important it is like even though we may identify as like introverts and independent people how much we still rely on the company of others 
I totally agree. Uh, one thing I really missed is doing, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but handshakes because hella awkward introductions with those elbow bumps and like awkward high or like waving, like handshakes establishes it's an intro and we're good. But with this all blending in, I know this is, sounds so trivial compared to like everything what you just said was so <laughs> society, but like, man, I miss those. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to mention. But society wise, yeah, we really dropped our pod. We went our hiatus and we're like, all right, let's see what America does. And we have a lot of things to talk about with the whole election and now soon the inauguration. I think it's kind of, it's, it's like expected but like, it shouldn't be the fact that we have to be wary around when the inauguration comes around with don't be near any Capitol buildings, don't be like um, out too late at night or in crowds or stuff like that because of the rioting. And mm-hmm. I think that's hella dumb with the whole thing. You should like accept what's, I don't know, happening, but I guess that accepting what happened for some individuals is a little difficult. I completely agree, I guess. Last year, um, I would say I do miss high fives a lot. It's really awkward doing a shoe five um, just because I'm like, oh, this is an accomplishing thing. High five. Oh, just kidding. COVID. Um, so that makes it even more awkward because like, it's like, oh, it's not like, it's like they're leaving you hanging, but also you're like, dang, COVID. Mm-hmm. So I definitely miss high fives. Um, One thing that I I guess I'm going to go on a little tangent, as I always do. Um, One thing I don't miss is people being so close to you in lines and stuff like that. I really enjoy the six feet apart. (laughs) Like, I feel like people aren't following that still. I feel like I'm still being breathed on on the back of the neck. There's still a little bit more diff distance compared to like in the past so I guess like you know I I hope this remains a common practice Mm -hmm. um, for a lot of people to just kind of give people some space when you're like waiting in line or something because I don't appreciate you looking over my shoulder like Mm -hmm. what if I'm texting I don't know my mom or something and it's like oh they they can see they're you're texting your mom um but it's kind of I think I really hope they keep that practice and they start implementing it a little more I know it's not practical because of long lines and stuff like that but you know maybe this is something we need to start developing because clearly you know it's it's something to work (laughs) with um don't get me started on the whole government thing um it's a whole fiasco Mm -hmm. that uh I guess it's gonna be a long episode if we get into it um but it's just overwhelming that like even though we're in 2021 um everything that's happening in regards to the United States um is kind of eye-opening in a sense just because it's like oh you would think that we've grown from you know traditional perspectives and traditional point of views but clearly I was wrong and I guess living in the Bay Area has definitely um, closed my mind on the rest of the world and I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing because the Bay Area is so diverse and you know it's very I guess I don't want to say liberal but very like you know 
diverse and open compared to the rest of America. So I've been living in this sheltered bubble. So now I'm like seeing the real realities of outside of California. And it's not a pretty sight. Yeah. And I will say um, living in the Bay Area is not free of racial injustice. There's still plenty of issues, even though it might be more subtle than what we see in other parts of this country. But um, yeah, I do want to acknowledge what Nell said and say, well, I mean, I think that even though this year has been like really tough on everybody, especially in regards to like world events, like the pandemic, people are struggling a lot um, in terms of like economics and their finances and the government hasn't seemed to help people very much. And then, you know, recently we had... um, that large like Black Lives Matter movement that is still really continuing to this day. And I suggest people still keep up with that. Mm -hmm. And we recently had like the Capitol being stormed and like all of the mayhem with the election. So I think like it's been a really tough time to exist in because I feel like at the same time we're living in this pandemic, we're still um, dealing with this onslaught of um bad news and just insanity but I think like the benefit of it all is that sometimes like those things come up and it makes you think more critically of the world around you like as much as I wish like this wasn't happening um I think it has also allowed a lot of people including myself to maybe rethink their preconceived notions of the world and maybe their perspective because like I would say I was a relatively politically engaged individual prior but I think this past year has really allowed me to give time to really like question the things around me and maybe question the way our current institutions are and what are the problems that are these institutions are plagued by or are intentionally made to be inequitable to certain people. So I think it's really made me think about those structures on a deeper level and what we need to do to see a better society going forward. So yeah, it, it gave me time to like, oh, like really do those readings, um, listen to different perspectives in that regard. So that's like one reflection I would say from all the negative that has happened in regards to recent events dude mad snaps yeah maybe i yeah i feel like being exposed to all what's going on uh i'm just able to engage in conversation of what people actually think and how it should be changed or how my views should change Mm -hmm. i think that's really important but you brought up storm the capital and i just want to say that like when i read that from a coworker's phone I, I literally thought it was an onion headline that she had as a push of notification like why did I think this was in my mind I did not think it that was, was literally real. a storm area 51 type of thing I was like oh my god I know oh my this can't be happening so dumb okay yeah that's I think I was able to engage in some good convo especially with like some at work with some of the legal team and I think having that as uh, I don't know they think in that kind of sense and I thought that was really interesting mm-hmm. um but yeah in in terms of society at least mm-hmm. I really as the rest of the Twitter 
um i guess community agrees upon y'all made it such a big deal about mask but y'all are climbing walls into the i mean these people don't care about masks they never did i know but like all but I'm oh you saying, mean like oh i have like, breathing problems yeah like they're like care. i have breathing problems so i can't wear a mask and then they're over here climbing like a freaking wall that's like i don't know how many feet tall 25 feet tall like make it make sense i mean some people fell down it i think well, good <laughs> honestly it was hilarious like it's not the like you know yeah. like the whole point that they were climbing i was like i saw that meme like you're out here doing an American Ninja Warrior, yet you have breathing problems? What? Yeah. Yeah, like some unknown breathing problem that makes you exempt from wearing a mask in Walmart. Oh my god. Exactly. Um, but that was a whole fiasco. I honestly didn't believe it at first because um, I honestly thought that you would get shot if you if you went too close to the capital yeah sorry um, about that you have to be a certain skin tone for the police to really invoke their brutality but okay yeah um, but definitely this i hope this opens everyone's eyes that like there's a lot of problems with the system um and you know this injustice is just only gonna keep happening if you know we let it so mm-hmm. The interesting thing about that was, I think I saw some tweets with, um, what a weird concept that the police know how not to use, you know, force. And some Twitter threads of, what is it, like, say her name, the person that was shot, killed. On both sides, they said that you will get killed, and yet she still went, and some people were outraged. Understandably so, you know, a life has been lost, but... It is true. You got to keep that same energy of mm-hmm. it really was the difference between skin color and she had multiple warnings, yet she mm-hmm. still crossed it mm-hmm. versus we still have some of our, you know, black American folk in America who are literally just walking down the street or something like that mm-hmm. and looking, quote unquote, suspicious. They'll, they're being tackled. They're being shot at. Mm-hmm. So I think with a fellow white American being killed in such a a nature hopefully that will showcase what's going on but i'm not even sure if people or you know if some people understand that concept yeah i don't because i'm like obviously i don't condone police brutality in any regard but i will say an acknowledgement to the whole say her name scenario like the whole say her name trend that was happening after that woman at the capitol Mm -hmm. was shot it's like really funny how people adopt movements that were started by Black activists, say her name was started for Black women in particular. So it's funny how a lot of times these people always like to take these movements and like trends. I don't want to like diminish it to a trend, but like um, just like a lot of things that like Black Americans have created, they can't even have to themselves like other people on the other side of the aisle, conservatives, literal white supremacists are taking the say her name that is used to uplift and to bring awareness to the lives lost of black women to use it for a woman who knowingly stormed the Capitol thinking this was like some type of revolution in the name of Donald Trump is anywhere near equivalent to like experiences like Breonna Taylor who was like shot in her home for like a no knock warrant and she was sleeping. So I was it's literally not the same and I really don't understand why like people have to 
take all these movements from Black Americans and make it about themselves. Mm-hmm. Which is like me getting into depth in another topic that I guess we didn't intentionally really dive into, but I feel like it's something that had to be said. No, I, yeah, totally agree. But yeah, so thank you for your reflections in regards to that. I feel like we kind of went on this different tangent because I feel like it's still very much a fresh topic on our minds. We're still dealing with the repercussions of what happened at the Capitol. And it's still, it's a sign that, you know, 2020 wasn't just an offset bad year. Uh, 2021 is quite the doozy and it seems like we're waiting for more things to happen. So yeah, I guess prepare for that and keep that in mind as we are intending our lives as we go forward because um, yeah, everything didn't poof go away and we're all celebrating and cheering now that it's 2021. Yep, <laughs> the okay. issues are definitely still here. 2022 will be our year. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Um, I'm, I'm manifesting it now, 2022. <laughs> Thank you for that. Positive vibes. Yes. Positive vibes. Good okay. vibes only. So I feel like we've kind of talked a little bit about like, the things have, that have been happening in our country and how that's kind of affected our thoughts and opinions. So I kind of want to do a more like individual, personal deep dive on kind of how the events of 2020 have kind of changed your personal development and maybe your expected experiences, especially in the context of navigating our 20s, which is, again, already a fraught time and is especially so in this context of the world that we're living in right now. So we kind of briefly touched on it, like when we talked about our accomplishments, but like maybe how have your like professional goals or like expectations, how have that changed in the past year or like have they been maybe unexpectedly positive despite everything going on? Just kind of wanted to pick your brains on what has been going on with y'all. Cause I know for me, it was like me doing a lot of that post-college job search and getting a lot of anxiety of like, oh my God, I'm going to like get my degree and I'm not going to be able to find a job and I'm not going to be able to accomplish anything. These kind of like catastrophizing thoughts, like, oh my God, nobody wants to employ me. Um, what am I going to do? Uh, I'm not going to make any money and I'm not going to be able to like support myself and do all the things that I should do to sustain myself as a human because I know early on um when I was like before I graduated I was like you know interviewing and like getting rejected from jobs or not hearing back and it made me really anxious about the future and I'm like oh my god I'm just a fraud and I haven't accomplished anything and nobody wants to employ me so, I mean, like, I do feel better. I, I, I currently have a job and I have, like, you know, I'm still kind of in the process of, like, settling what I want to do more permanently in terms of, like, my career. But um, I guess part of me for my professional development was, um, I can't speak for everybody, but for me, it was, like, trying to, like, trust the process. And sometimes those opportunities that passed you by earlier um, it, you may be like settled in a, a place that actually feels better for you later on. So right now I, I was like uh, a couple months ago, I was like super anxious, like getting these jobs, like getting rejected from these jobs. And I'm just like, oh my God, like nothing's going to work out. 
But like, I think um, when I look back and I look at the opportunities I have now, I'm like, actually, I, I, I prefer where I'm at now than where I would have been had I did get, like, had I got accepted to those jobs I applied to. So I think for me, it's kind of like, trust yourself and letting um, your path take you where it may lead. Because sometimes you get so anxious about certain opportunities and things not working out that you forget to realize actually like the way things have laid out, even though it hasn't been a perfect path is actually better than what I imagined for myself previously. Mm-hmm. Facts. That sounds, yeah. That's sounds- I felt that with the passion. Yeah. For me personally, I think it would be, I think I learned, okay, first school-wise, I don't think I'm going to go to grad school right away. <laughs> like I thought I might. And then I was like, cause I wanted to get, utilize the whole, you know, like the whole, like, you don't have to take the GRE. I'm like, yeah, let's go. But like, dang, I don't think I could do more schooling right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I also figured that I learned there was a particular meeting last year that occurred in a work meeting. It was kind of like low key, high profile with a bunch of executives in there. I don't, okay. I also, when I, I'm just giving context, I don't mean to like flex. I was literally there as an intern. Like they could, yeah. It, what okay happened, if you want to flex too. Yes. <laughs> no, these, these people were like talking and, and doing stuff. And like, I had like a small project that just needed to be said within that meeting. But uh, I realized they said something off and um, I basically said I could, if everything's going correctly, I could do this. And it, one of the executives just went like, Kilo, this is unacceptable. <laughs> I know. It's like he basically chastised me in front of everyone, right? He's like, this is unacceptable. You know, company culture does this. But um, what you're saying is it should happen. It should, it sh- it, you should rephrase it to it will happen with these deadlines. And it really made me reframe my mindset of, one, I do appreciate constructive criticism coming from a work environment because what he said wasn't inherently not false it was actually true I was I was using incorrect language especially okay this guy was a lawyer right he picked (laughs) at my words so hard and so fast so I appreciated what he said and I realized how much like because my father says that a lot you know if you're going to be certain you should say something with certainty so I, I I had appreciation for my father as well once that other person said that to me and yeah and I also realize I'm not too much of a fan of HR. So I'm not sure if I want to do an HR path. <laughs> Those are the three things I learned from work, at least from now of last year. Yeah, HR struggles. <laughs> Bro, don't get me started on HR struggles. Um, I uh, thank you both for sharing. Um, I guess for me professionally, um, I was fortunate enough to be able to, I guess, two jobs to kind of see two different perspectives of um, kind of the industry and, you know, widen my understanding of how science kind of works. And I think like, you know, it's very different from academia um, at like industry is very different from academia. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that I was able to, you know, do this or basically get this experience to kind of compare both my experiences, both in academia research to industry research. And I definitely think that being able to like work shows me how important your company 
I guess, environment is. And it plays a huge role in whether or not you're happy at your job. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, with professional, you, you know, with a professional career, there's a lot of different entities that need to be in place like HR but like HR doesn't do anything I legit like I really don't understand the concept of HR because with both my experiences in the industry in the workforce whatever you say um HR doesn't do anything like (laughs) I'm sorry HR I don't want to hit on HR too much I would say it serves a function but a lot of times in a lot of different companies it doesn't serve its intended purpose Exactly. Like, I'm sorry to our listeners if you're in HR, but like, you know, maybe it varies. I mean, for sure, it varies company to company, but I've seen both like two industries and, you know, it's not the most pleasant experience because you would think HR would have your back. You know, they always voice like, if you have any concerns, don't feel any um I guess hesitation to ask or let us know and when you actually know things go south and Mm -hmm. things just escalate from there which that's a whole separate story that I'm not going to go into but you know um yeah I'm happy that I was able to I guess take a gap year figure myself out and you know with the knowledge I gained this past couple of, I guess, months slash end of the year. Um, I am interested in, you know, pursuing grad school. I, w- I didn't want to go straight into it because college burnout is real. Mm-hmm. Don't quote, like, you know, don't come at me for the people that were like, why didn't you go straight into it? I didn't want to burn out. You know, I was tired. Mm-hmm. That's valid. Dude. Yeah, we're not coming at yeah, you, yeah. dude. I legit am postponing grad school. Yeah, I don't even know when I'm like gonna continue yeah. education because I was like, oh, I, I really think there is a lot of benefit from like working and gaining work experience and kind of seeing a different perspective outside of like the academic setting. So yeah. I think there's value in that. And I don't think there's any shame in taking your own journey. It's like, oh, at my um, old internship when I was an undergrad, uh, I talked to like a medical student and he said, oh, I took the scenic route. And that means like he took a lot of different pathways to get to where he is. So I really like that outlook. So I'm like, oh, maybe I need to take the scenic route before I get to where I need to be. I like that. Yeah. And to anyone that's currently in college listening to our podcast, um, don't feel bad about doing a gap year because I feel like, you know, it's very mature of everyone to, you know, gain those experiences if you really want to. Don't feel any hesitation to take a break. Like, don't let society influence you to, you know, try to complete this timeline that you inherently, you know, have been brainwashed into thinking. Like, don't be afraid to take the scenic route as cc said mm-hmm. um and you know you might find your true passions and interests along the way and you might you know your eyes might open to something you never thought of before so i think remain open-minded i guess yeah absolutely and i kind of wanted to circle back to what you said about like oh your work environment is very important to like your success and happiness wherever you are and i think it applies to a lot of different things Because I feel like, um, especially us being like young in our early 20s, just kind of eager to take whatever opportunities come our way. I think um, 
a con of that is like we're so eager to take whatever opportunity comes our way we don't even think about like those aspects like you're just like oh I just want to like I'll take whatever job takes me um I'll go to whatever school accepts me but it's just like oh the values and the environment of those schools companies workplaces whatever you want to say is like really important to your success and like I understand it's like a privilege to be able to pick those things but I think like to be able to think about yourself and maybe reflect on yourself and what environment you thrive in is also important. Because I feel like when we take on this mentality of like, I just need to take whatever opportunity comes my way, regardless of how I feel about it. Um, mm -hmm. It's like easy for us as like young people that just wanna work or just wanna get accepted to certain spaces uh, can get exploited and almost like, oh, we just take whatever opportunity comes our way without really considering our own happiness in mind. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, I think that it was great that you pointed that out because that's also an important thing to consider when you're taking a job or any other opportunity that comes your way. That also kind of, dude, if you get an offer and it's a low ball, make it to a normal offer. That's what I'm going to say because yeah, sometimes these companies, they'll think you're a fresh grad. They can like lowball you these things. They're like, oh, you don't really have experience. So we'll provide you the experience. But if you think you, what I'm basically saying is know your worth also. Like if you think you can pull it in the effort, try going in with it as well with the number you are intending and not just accept anything. Yeah. Which is It might be difficult, especially during these times, but yeah. I'm just saying, I feel like you should come in strong. Okay. You're adding me kilo because I'm also kind of considering how to negotiate salaries and I'm very afraid of doing so but I understand like it's important to advocate for yourself and that is something I need to work on especially in the professional space so I mean we'll see stay tuned nice okay yeah <laughs> I'm gonna badger you on that you you Nell and you CC I know you both were like talking about salary I'm like I'm gonna come at you yeah yeah so come at me dude like <laughs> It's, I completely agree. I think knowing your worth um, and I think also coming from a different perspective, um, understand that, you know, sometimes a higher salary doesn't technically mean it's going to be a better job for your future career. That's so true. keep that in mind as well, just because, you know, if somewhere's somewhere's going to pay you, I don't know, 20 eight dollars um but it's not a job that will help you in your future career um and you know maybe this job is perfect for you and your professional growth but it only pays 25 don't think about the I mean just think about the long term not the short term um and think about the experiences that you gain on the way because in the end you want to be able to you know professionally grow from a career that you end up deciding on so don't let yeah. salary be a huge entity um, that definitely was an experience that I had to learn so mm -hmm. that's my words of wisdom for anyone that's currently looking for jobs as well yeah absolutely like if you do have like the privilege to not make salary like your one priority like I understand that's like something that comes with like a level of privilege so I feel like Mm -hmm. Yes. If you have the ability to assess those different options, uh, please consider that. Like when it comes to work environment, uh, what it will mean for your future career, all of that. So um, definitely just don't take whatever opportunity comes your way. Take one that you think that you can 
thrive in and will help you move forward if that's something that you can do. I feel that. Um, you kind of mentioned something, Cece, about advocating for yourself. Mm-hmm. Is that like something that you're trying to manifest for this year or is this a continual thing that you've been going at? I will say it is a continuing, like a continuing journey for myself because I feel like actually I wrote this in my bullet journal for back in 2019 uh, and then now going into 2020 I guess it's still something I need to work on in different areas of my life 2021 yeah so in 2021 I guess we still got to work on that in another aspect because I feel like when I wrote that I felt like that applied to me differently Um, I feel like it was more of a personal thing, like to advocate for myself and stand up for myself in personal situations, like with friends and dating, all of that. Uh, So now I feel like I'm more in the the professional zone, like that's all I'm doing because my social life really isn't building upon itself. But yeah, I think especially as somebody and especially like as women, I feel like um, it's made more difficult to advocate for yourself because of how we're socialized because we're tended to uh, be raised as not to ask for too much and not to be too disagreeable. So it is something that I feel like I have to work on on a personal but also like on a larger structural level because of like how we've been conditioned to perceive ourselves as women. But yeah, I will say uh, to answer your question in a short way, yeah, it's a continuing journey for myself in multiple areas of my life. And I think that is like a good transition to kind of talk more about our personal and social development in regards to this past year. We getting into the juicy tea, yes. like the, the hot tea. Mm-hmm. Fast forwarded. <laughs> My yeah, tea is cold, are. Nell. You, you should go first on that. Right? Nell has no, I know. <laughs> okay. If anyone's questioning, um, this season, we're kind of changing it up. So we're kind of, I guess, doing things differently. So I guess bear with us and we're going to see how it goes with everything. Um, this is a trial and error. Hopefully you're enjoying the episode so far, but you know, I'm going to kickstart this because I love getting juicy gossip. Mm -hmm. So let's start with Kilo just because she wants to cold call me out. Girl, excuse you. (laughs) Nah, I'm cold calling you out. Okay, wait, because you guys are going to get into more juicy stuff. Can I just kind of like, let's start safe, safe and fun, lighthearted. Okay. 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 Go off. Yeah. I got to reflect on my social life again it's been pretty non-existent and then like you know actually I feel like it's almost been so non-existent to the point where like now that I started my new job and I actually have to like be in person like I'm almost readjusting to socializing with people in person again because I've been taking like zoom classes for like the past six months so I'm like oh I don't know how to socialize with people um like less than six feet apart because I was like oh at my company uh, we get COVID tested every week and it's kind of necessary <laughs> in the environment that we're working in to work in close to proximity. So mm-hmm. it's been really strange getting to know people and trying to be like, you know, professional, but also friendly and kind of getting used to that environment. But I will say my social life has really been a real downer in 2020. I feel like I had lots to look forward to, like we were going to graduate, perhaps like live it up, a get lit, um, do all that um, 
I was like going to turn 22 and I really wanted to do something fun for my 22nd birthday. We did a Zoom thing. I thought it was still fun anyway, but you know, it wasn't the time of my life I was expecting. And on top of that, what else did I have to look forward? Oh, I was going to be a maid of honor in a wedding. I was super hyped for that because I really feel like it's my life calling to be a bridesmaid. I really feel like always the bridesmaid, never the bride will be my life path. And I just really thought it was going to be a good start into that path because I'm like, I love planning shit. I love (laughs) planning parties and making things super cute and fun. So like, I was really bummed when that got canceled because of the Rona. So yeah, I had a lot of different social events that I was looking forward to and just like really getting to like spend time with um, you know, our friends before like we all leave undergrad. That was something that I was really looking forward to. Like maybe those like nights out, those like uh, sleepovers, those hangouts, like all of that stuff I was really looking forward to. So that's been a real downer. That's kind of my little trivial what I've missed out on in 2020 before we get into more juicy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Long story short, she wanted to belong to the streets, everyone. Okay, we're going to talk about dating later. Oh my gosh. Okay, following that vein, uh, yeah, I remember in 2020, uh, the the night prior, uh, I was going to leave the college town. I had like this one kind of last hurrah with some college friends. We just hung out on a parking structure, looked out, and then it was kind of like an Ocean's Eleven vibe, really. You know, like that last scene where they all leave? I felt that, dude. It hurt. A bunch of hooligans. I was part of those hooligans. Yes. <laughs> it was of all social distance, but it was still it was still sad, you know? You could just um but fast forwarding to now, all I do is like play video games to the point where now I wear a freaking wrist brace where I have to because my wrist is hurting. I'm a yeah, my wrists are weak. So um that's been my weekend. That's really been my socialization. Work-wise, I yeah, we kind of talk, but like in terms of people, but it's kind of difficult to have just like, you know, regular conversations when all, you know, higher ups are near you. So yeah, so I've been really just banking on those Fortnite nights. And if you want to play Fortnite, let me know, please. I can vouch Kilo's a very good Fortnite player. Thank you. Thank you. But before I get into it, what are both of you manifesting then? Are you both manifesting? You didn't answer the question in regards to your social life. That so doesn't before, matter. Before see. you move on to the next <laughs> the next topic, you got to answer. Um, fine. We're um, ending with manifestations. We still he- need to get into the juicy parts. <laughs> the juicy parts? I mean, um, I guess to, I guess my plans initially for 2020 was, you know, to have as much fun. Thankfully, I was able to have a birthday party <laughs> before mm-hmm. COVID, um, before the whole lockdowns and stuff like that. Um, and it was a really fun time. And so I really wished there were more opportunities for that um and but you know all my social interactions have been limited to work nowadays just because you know she's a workaholic I guess you can say um but also COVID (laughs) so that's kind of where I am at in terms of you know ending my, my 2020 and hopefully 2021 I get more social in that aspect Mm-hmm. That's not my manifestation, but that's kind of my wish for today. 
All right. So I feel like this is where I get to drill people and ask questions in regards to their love life. Because I feel She's like, trying you know, to steal my segment. Get out of I here. I will She's say oh my God. that, like our main theme is navigating our 20s in the pandemic, I would like to say, you know, people discovering uh, like romance and exploring their dating life is a very important part of navigating the 20s for a lot of people. So how has that changed? How has that been a challenge maybe for any of you guys navigating romance in the Rona? <laughs> I like how you phrased it. I... <laughs> Um, I guess, you know, with the Rona, virtual dating is a huge thing. Basically, you know, with the Rona, dating has been rough in terms of, you know, everyone's dating life. If there's a will, there's a way. But personally, for me, there is no will. So there's no way. Um, So basically, dating has been dry on my end. I have no motive. No, it hasn't. Yeah. You are lying. Get out of here, first of all. Um, basically, initially it was kind of dry, but you know, with um, Kilo's help, I am fortunate enough to experience the Zoom dating environment, um, and it is definitely very different compared to dating in person. And it's a fun time. Uh, we'll see how it goes, manifesting that you know things go well. If not, Kilo's probably going to kill me because she... I was a great wing woman. Can I just say, <laughs> man, she's really job. rooting for this one guy that um, she found on Facebook. Can I say that? If you want. Basically, you know, Kilo's, Kilo's the type to want to auction everyone but herself on subtle Asian dating. Excuse you. Can you stop? <laughs> dude we're, i'm coming at you we're coming, coming at you first <laughs> no so she auctioned off cc initially um, once in a blue moon i will say yeah um it, so it, it's in the archives it's in the if you're if you're persistent enough you'll you'll probably find cc there but cc was posted on subtle asian dating initially and kilo being the clout t- chaser she is she was like i'm not gonna stop there she was like so now you 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 gonna let me post you on subtle Asian dating and me being you know dumb with two brain cells I was like they're not gonna approve of me go ahead lord and behold um they approved and you know the post was posted to how many millions of people how many millions of Asians on subtle Asian dating so uh, yeah now the whole world knows that I'm single um ready to mingle yeah ready to Mingle with all the boys virtually. Virtually, yep. Um, So basically, uh, the guys slid into my DMs and we've been talking. um, And, you know, things are going okay. And we'll see how it goes. Um, Cece and Nell are rooting for this one guy. But there's also another guy that I met on Hinge. So it's it's an Edward versus Jacob situation right now. We know which team is supposed to win, though. Yes. There's only <laughs> one valid team. Yeah, exactly. Nah. <laughs> but yeah, um, virtual dating is a whole different experience. Hopefully, it's, um, I guess. How have your virtual dates been? How is it, diff- how is it different from in-person dating? It's, 
I guess a little less thrilling in a sense like it's very uh, not for me personally I like I guess chill dates initially um but I do want like I gradually want our dates to get more and more adventurous and exciting so I guess like with virtual dating there's not much you can do makes sense you know maybe maybe that's that's the huge difference I've noticed so far but you know with the video chat it's a whole different story but yeah um I mean manifesting that things go well um with a certain person (laughs) um but hopefully I mean I'm taking it one step at a time Mm -hmm. that's good all right yeah should I reflect on my dating life or lack thereof yes yes go off okay so I guess to sum it up it's been pretty non-existent I guess like early quarantine I was like "Eh, I'll just experience it you know love on lockdown as they say um so I was on the apps like first couple months did have like extended um conversations with random people from the dating apps but that just wasn't fruitful wasn't really catching the vibe so um it was really a time for me to reflect on myself so I think that because uh I didn't have the opportunity to date it made me think more internally about what I want out of relationships going forward and I will say as like now mentioned I was trying to belong to the streets in 2020 I really was I really was trying to uh leave no stone unturned and just experience life in that regard but you know 2020 hit like a brick here we are uh in 2021 things are still the same so you know so the stars aligned and said, no, you don't belong to the streets. You know what you need to do? You need to reflect and think about what you want out of everything. So they said, no, no, away from the streets, go journal. So I guess from that, from me reflecting, I feel like it really gave me more of an idea of like being able to like think about my previous experiences in a more nuanced way and maybe being more understand parties involved because I feel like you know when you are fresh off an experience and you feel like uh perhaps feelings are hurt and things happen uh there could be like potential bitterness but I feel like being able to see everybody each as an individual person and each flawed in their own different ways I guess I could reflect on what are my faults as an individual in those situations and what are the faults of the other person and that maybe they don't come from any place of malice. We're just flawed people trying to navigate through this rough world. And sometimes things just don't work out in the process. So I think it gave me a chance to be able to find peace in myself and then my past experiences and not feel guilty about anything I may have done that I regret or anything like that. So I think that was a good experience to be able to just reflect on myself and really acknowledge everybody that I've been like have experienced as like as short as it may be um as like all complex individuals just trying to navigate their journey through life so that was kind of long-winded but yeah that was my time in regards to reflecting on my love life or lack thereof so are you trying to belong to the street 
booked in 2021 or you know we'll see i mean i may get the vaccine soon so our listeners you know um come holla at come holla at cc she belongs to the streets what about you kilo so um i want to say last year i was on a particular app and name the app i'm not naming unless we get a sponsor unless we get a sponsor out here yeah what wait wait so does that mean i have to name the app if we're trying to get sponsored i will leave it disclosed yeah we leave it undisclosed also like if we talk bad about the app then they'll know and they are not going to want to sponsor us exactly then also how will they like hear this message because we gotta tag them you know we're gonna tag them no we're not okay Anyway, you know, you are on said dating app. Yeah, I was on said dating app. And then I was there and then I was like, I don't know. I realized I don't think I I jive well with, with dating apps. I think I'm more of a, we're in the same area. You see me, I see you kind of vibe. I know you're not going to be a killer and yeah, kind of deal. So I think that's the vibe I'm going for. That was basically 2020. But then, yeah, I got an internship kind of deal over the summer. We're really simping over this one man. But that's that's what's really been going on. And that's has continued until my 2021. She's living my dream. She's living. She's um, it's a HR romance. Um, for is anyone. it really a dream or is it just like yearning? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a struggle i don't know i don't wish this on anybody yeah because i was like i don't think i would want to be in that situation like if it's like uh reciprocated great we love uh hr romance but if it's just potentially one-sided yearning or you don't know how the other person feels it's just very confusing (laughs) okay but like basically what i'm trying to say is that you know she she has a work crush um and (laughs) basically i i believe in the whole like oh co-workers dating i want to see how that kind of romance story feel, like lives on um to the point where hr gets involved um and oh that's why i call it an hr romance um but basically you know kilo can disclose what she's she is comfortable with saying <laughs> yeah i i i honestly talk to these people their heads off about this man this man lives in my head rent free like that is a true statement i'm just gonna tell you now she's simping real yeah, hard I'm gonna like, say simp. <laughs> like it was 1 p.m today and she was simping so hard like they say on phineas and ferb squirrels in my pants simp that's what kilo is yeah like yep. she is whipped on this person um i personally you know you know, Kilo, I think you should pull the home record move. I don't <laughs> condone this. Don't quote me on this, anyone. This is Nell's F boy jumping out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll reveal that more. Tune in season two. Yeah. Dude, um, well, after I basically just unload the this kind of these feels to them, Nell just hits me with a hey, let me show you this penguin home wrecking video. And you know, I'm kind of scarred, so best believe i'm not gonna home wreck because i would hate to be that penguin that had to leave and broken and eyes pecked out and stuff my gosh but aside the point um yeah we're just simping on this man and i don't know what will happen but i just want to be his friend like on a real note he's a really good guy but yeah <laughs> manifesting we all find love 
I don't know if I want love. I just want experiences. Yeah. T- experiences and love. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whether or not it's with a significant other or friendships. Yeah, love is I- not limited to anything. Yeah, That's- I don't know what I want. I'm just vibing out here. Because the outside is still closed. I heard on a, because I listen to the radio a lot, there's this one radio host was talking about like, what are you looking forward to over the next year? And she was like saying, I'm looking forward to living off the dividends of good vibes. And I really like that for some reason. Like, you're not even on the stock market. Get out of here. <laughs> we'll <A> try. Metaphor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get Kilo into stocks. We'll, we'll get into it 2021 for sure. To kind of close out, because I was like, oh, we've kind of done a thorough reflection on our 2020. So what are we manifesting in 2021, y'all? I think personally, it's more of a professional manifestation. Um, Right now where I work, I'm technically still an intern. And I really just not necessarily want to become an employee of that company. But I just want to, you know, to get a job. And then really, this is me being that exploited worker with Stockholm syndrome right now. Um, I just want to feel like I truly, not like truly belong there in that sense, but like my, I'm equivocating what I think I am good at to what I see in the output, if that makes sense. Kind of like the whole experience of you put in work to see what you get out. And I really want to see that happen in 2021, basically. Like, I think mm-hmm. mentally I've been putting in some work and I really want to hopefully see that come out. Yeah, see the fruits of your labor. Yes, yes, exactly. Great. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a similar sense because, again, I feel like our social lives are being very stifled. So I really can only think about professional accomplishments at the moment. But I guess I'll, I'll think about multiple facets of my life. So I guess I want to manifest a career because I'm taking kind of like um, undisclosed amount of gap years before I continue on my next steps in terms of schooling. So I think the main thing I want is to manifest a job that more closely aligns with my career path. Because uh, like, I'm grateful for my job right now. I'm enjoying it. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next steps beyond that. So I'm manifesting a new job that will fit that. And then I guess to kind of catch up more regularly with friends. I feel like 2020 has really kept me more isolated. So even though we might not be able to see each other in person, I do want to kind of like keep up with my friends regularly, even if it's through Zoom, because I feel like a lot of situations where I kind of like shut people out for like weeks on end. So I do want to keep up with people more regularly in that regard and stay more in touch because I really do feel like that's important to kind of maintaining your sense of self and your mental health is staying in touch with like the people that care about you. So that's something I'm manifesting. And then also kind of maybe finding more ways to get involved in social causes that I care about. So hopefully making progress in that. I don't know if that's a manifestation or a goal, but yeah, that's what I have on my mind in regards to my 2021. That's a full like, wow, that's all the, the, all the topics I feel like, Cece. Um, I would say in summary, I'm manifesting good vibes. Um, I am manifesting that I hear back from grad school. Um, if we want to get into the specifics in terms of professional, 
growth and stuff like that um and i want to manifest i guess happiness because i feel like um one i really want to like i guess do things that i don't want to like i don't want to have any hesitations anymore because i feel like last year kind of taught me like you know because i've hesitated for so long now i don't have the i guess availability to do things that I used to be able to have but I hesitated on so I think I want to manifest like you know just being happy and doing things that you know might be scary but just going for it um whether that be you know my social life um my professional life um or any other part of my life I just your romance my romance um I'm manifesting good experiences with romance because I do like you know sometimes I'm like man almost 23 and you know she she's she wants to at least experience something she also wants to belong to the streets you gotta plug yourself in as well yeah you're you're already in the streets even though it's virtually Ooh. No, I am the street. She Just has kidding. multiple suitors. No, I I am not one for the streets. She's that New York tour guide who's like, where you want to go? I got you. I know how to navigate this. Yeah, she's in these streets. No, I really am not. Um, but hopefully things, uh, I guess, things go well with just my life in general and we'll see how things go manifesting good vibes basically um maybe maybe i'll keep you in the loop about my dating life yeah keep us updated on the chronicles yeah on the chronicles of my dating life um maybe it'll be an episode we'll stay tuned for that hopefully kilo also progresses in her relationship as well hi we'll see what happens i'll just continually simp even more and more to the point where I think you two would just be like, Kilo, you have to like stop and like do something else. <laughs> That's what's going to happen, I feel like. Ooh. Nah, you can stay simping. It's fine. Yeah, just simp. Honestly, it'd be Todoroki or this man. So 2D or 3D. That's really the difference at this point. <laughs> Don't get me started on 2D men, bro. Like, I'm about to go into the 2D universe. These oh, 3D God. men just disappoint me. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. All right. So I think that it's good to set positive intentions for 2021. And I'm grateful that you all shared a little bit what you want out of the year. And hopefully, all our manifestations come to fruition. So, with those positive vibes, we're probably going to smash that and we're going to get into hot takes. So, Woo! yeah. First season, first episode of hot takes for season two. Cece, you have, do you want to start off with hot takes? Sure, I guess I'll go. I feel like it's a very basic one, and I feel like we've been talking a lot about, like, professional development or whatever, so I feel like my brain is still in that mode. So I guess my hot take is, okay, we're in a panoramic, like, uh, whatever you want to call it, Panasonic. Uh, Job shaming was never cute before, and it's especially not cute now. (laughs) because like what we're facing like all-time highs in unemployment there's just really not a lot of good job prospects in a lot of fields right now so it's just like if people are able to work right now and they can work right now um that's an accomplishment so I really am not for people job shaming right now like okay so whether you're working 
uh, a minimum wage job or a high paying job, like regardless, if you're able to work right now, that is um, something to be grateful for and not something to shame people, whatever their job is. So I thought it was never okay. You should never like whatever kind of bag people have, you should always be respectful of, but especially in a pandemic when people are struggling so much economically, it's not cute. So yeah, stop the job shaming. I agree. I completely agree too. Um, you kind of just reminded me of my hot take of last week. Okay. Um, yeah, last week I had, in terms of professionalism, like there's just some hella passive aggressive shit going down. And I'm not about that. Like if you got some beef with me, please just lay it out because I have no idea what I'm doing. Like in that sense, but also like if there is something legitimately wrong, I would like to discuss it instead of, you know, leaving me on red on messages that I'm like sending follow-up questions on or um, just like being very curt. I don't know what I did wrong and I would be happy to, but I'm not going to confront you about it to make it worse. If that makes, I don't know if I should, should have honestly, but I mean, like it's cleared up, but in general, passive aggressive, passive aggressive in general should not even really exist. If you ever got a problem, you should just talk it out. Um, I think it might be easier said than done because it's very personal, but I think it's something that everyone should do. True, true. Don't let it fester. Yes. You already know, don't get me started on passive aggressiveness. The whole (laughs) fiasco about something that happened at work. Um, That's besides the point. Um, I would say along those lines, um, I don't know if I'm going to phrase this incorrectly, or, you know, what my intentions are not malicious in any type of way. Take this with a grain of salt. Um, I just think sometimes people need to be a little less sensitive in terms of a couple things. Um, it's like, I completely understand. Be one with your emotions and stuff like that. But then, you know, it's how some people aren't good with confrontation and, you know, their resolution is passive aggressiveness. Um, I think sometimes you just need to be blunt don't beat around the bush and you know just handle things professionally rather than you know trying to play it off as if nothing happened because you're scared of someone's sensitivity or how they're gonna take this type of I guess confrontation so I guess you know everyone I understand be one with your emotions but I guess be a little I guess more I don't know blunt with your what you're trying to say i got you like for lack of better term that's coming to my head be a straight shooter at least when you're talking to other people exactly yeah i totally agree but that's my hot take great being clear about your intentions yes it's a it's a circle around Mm -hmm. so with that that's kind of like the end of our first episode of season two and i feel like this is kind of a little bit of a deter from our previous format and i think this might be a little bit of a difference from maybe the episodes to come because i think what we have to look forward to is a lot more condensed episodes that are going to be more deep dives into single topics so i guess take this episode as an opportunity to maybe get to know us, get to know where we're at right now, and maybe how that informs our perspective going forward. So I hope you stay tuned for the upcoming episodes we have. We hope to dive into some more juicy topics. So 
I hope this was a good episode for you guys to also reflect on your year and set your intentions. So with that, hope y'all take care and stay safe in these trying times. Be safe. Please wear a mask. Please, if you've gotten the first dose, that doesn't mean you're immune yet. Um, Please continue to social distance. Yeah, that's my PSA. Manifest a good 2021 on your end. Bullet journal if you haven't bullet journaled before. Or talk in a car while you're driving or voice recorder. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, Yeah, just be well. All right. See y'all. Bye, everyone.